0: everybody to another piecing it together. This is episode 5 and it's going to be a fun one. Uh as usual Please, if you're listening, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, If you can, rate us and review us. Uh, That really helps to make sure the show gets heard, make sure the show gets seen, and um, will hopefully lead to some really great things if we can get a lot of people listening to this. And so far, so good. Uh, The numbers just keep going up and up, and it's just been awesome. And it's been a lot of fun making it, too, and... You know, speaking of fun, this is actually going to be the first time I've got a repeat co-host. I knew he'd be a uh, a regular on this show, but my buddy Chad Clinton Freeman, uh, he is going to be joining me for this episode. And we had a really, really fun talk on this one uh, because it is uh, such a wild movie. So, yeah, I'll jump right in here. Um For the first time since starting this podcast, I found myself watching a movie specifically so I could talk about it on the show. My friend Chad had seen The Hurricane Heist, and while I thought it looked just terrible, he loved it. And I read a couple things saying about how ridiculously over-the-top it was, and then I read that there's a hurricane with the shape of a skull in the clouds, and I was just sold right there. Um, This movie did not disappoint. The Hurricane Heist is about bank robbers who decide to pull off the ultimate heist of a treasury facility. ...during, you guessed it, a hurricane. It's a ridiculously genius concept... ...and the kind of thing Nicolas Cage would have starred in like 20 years ago... ...and it's directed by Rob Cohen, the creator of the Fast and the Furious series. It stars Maggie Grace, Robbie Kebble, Ryan Quantin, ...and my personal favorite, Ralph Innocent, as one of the villains. It's not really a so-bad-it's-good movie. I'd call it a carefully calculated... ...we know what so-bad-it's-good movies are... Let's make a serious movie that will satisfy those fans on purpose, but also do the movie great. It's one of a kind, and it is a blast. All right, so let's do another episode of Piecing It Together. I've got with me again Chad Clinton Freeman. We are, uh, we're watching a movie that I wouldn't have watched if it wasn't for you. Uh, this movie <laughs> is the hurricane heist. And, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a wild one, man. And, and I, I I was, uh, not really planning on watching it until your recommendation. And then I read some other uh, things online and I was like, okay, I gotta see this movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I'm sending you a message, something like, uh, this movie's awesome or, or something like that. Totally or ridiculously awesome. Yeah. Ridiculous. Something along those lines. And yeah. it totally is. Yeah. You gotta, <laughs>
0: you gotta use ridiculous. If you're uh, getting me to a movie called the hurricane heist, <laughs> cause I can, I cannot take a straight movie called the hurricane heist. Although that is part of the beauty of this movie is how straight they play it.
1: Right. Right.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, let, let's just jump right in here. Uh, you know what? I will go first and just get the obvious one out of the way. How about that? Um, Not yeah, the the big obvious one is Twister. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, clearly this movie is Twister meets whatever the hell you want to say that it meets. Uh, you know, we, we'll get into that as we continue with some of these other movies that we uh, are calling inspirations for the Hurricane Heist. Um, but... Definitely whatever whatever are the inspirations, it's that meets Twister. Um, you know, I, I don't even know if Twister is still even really culturally relevant anymore. I, I certainly haven't seen it in like 20 years at least. Um when, When's when's the last time you saw Twister?
1: Well, see, that's the funny thing is that I actually had never seen Twister. Uh so <laughs> having seen this movie, having having seen this movie and loved it. I went and watched Twister. <laughs> okay, well how, how, how yeah, did it Yeah, how did it stack up? I I wasn't big on uh, big on the movie. I think Hurricane Heist is way better, of course it's totally totally different uh you know time period of the movies being made and everything but the funny thing is that the the way that this movie opens is essentially a total rip-off of the way twister opens yeah Uh, the whole backstory (laughs) with the with the the family member dying, and then that being you know what drives the person to chase after the you know the storms um that's Totally ripped from Twister. So, uh, yeah, that 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 th- actually, what's what's f- funniest part to me though, and this is off su- subject here, but we're talking about influences and inspirations. Um, the Bill Paxton character in Twister calls, i, I forget who plays the other guy, but one of the the like uh, fancy uppity storm chasers that has like all these high-tech equipment and gadgets and whatnot. He calls him Nightcrawler. And I thought that was so funny because obviously Nightcrawler was inspired by Twister because Bill Paxton, you know, was, uh, anyway, I'm totally getting into a different movies, uh, inspirations, <laughs> but that's what really hit me over the head. I was like, wow, that's so cool. So anyway, uh, <laughs> so back to back to this and back to twister um what's funny is that the the cgi in hurricane heist which by today's standards isn't like like top of the line you know sure. it's 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 fine but it's not like wow blown away it's actually probably better than the cgi of twister
0: a hey, good so, pun. good pun uh, by the way with the blown away uh line there <laughs> <I like that. laughs> um so yeah no i i so yeah I, um... I haven't seen twister in so long but i agree i don't remember the cgi really being very good it was in that that time frame like right around jurassic park where everything was either pushing the boundaries of what cgi could do or just terrible and yeah and my memory serves me it was not very good <laughs> the c g i although I do remember loving the movie, but then again, like i said, I haven't seen it in like twenty years, so who knows
1: i liked a lot of movies yeah movie. no i mean it's a it's a fun movie uh it's it's a little long, and so i don't know uh to me i, I like i said i I, the reason I didn't see it, and I do remember this, because I there was a time period early on where I just hated CGI, and I hated big blockbuster CGI movies, and I avoided them. And that was one of the ones that, like, I remember my brother and dad went to see it, and my dad loved it, and my brother, I think he liked it a lot, too. And they always talked about it, but I just avoided it for the longest time. Uh, that being said, Hurricane Heist, I liked this movie so much that I was like, okay, okay, I got to watch Twister Fun.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's what did it that's what got you on board the uh the 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 twister train (laughs) that 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 huge pop culture phenomenon which is twister in 2018 (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm just picturing the uh the, the director just walking into like what is it entertainment studios isn't that the name of this new uh production company that made this and uh right. it's like i got i got a pitch for you it's it's twister meets uh, every action movie you've ever seen you know
1: <laughs> right right <laughs> right well well that's one of the things that i really really liked about this movie and this right before we jump into other influences is that this movie is like the disaster movie meets heist movie meets chase movie yeah and it's like it's it it marries those three movies and it does it so in a such a fun way that that's what makes it to me i this movie's kind of brilliant and i know i i've I've seen the reviews everybody else uh, for the most part is kind of underwhelmed by it but i really really like it um but uh, yeah, along the same lines though, of Twister, and again, it, it's a movie I haven't seen in forever, but I loved, loved when it came out. And that's Hard Rain, which I think was a late 90s movie uh, with uh, Morgan Freeman, Christian Slater, Randy Quaid. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, that's one you had told me before that you hadn't seen.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't remember if I saw that movie. Uh, I I remember it. I don't remember seeing it. I might have seen mm. it. I, yeah.
1: I lo- I see. I love that movie. And again, that maybe that's part of the reason why I like this one so much. I loved 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 Hard Rain. Okay. Uh, and and yeah, it. Uh, whereas you know Twister. Uh, I, so Hard Rain again is obviously one of the the big influences. But unlike Twister, where Twister they're just basically chasing after storms, Hard Rain is very similar and that what it's say it's a flood that comes to this small city and there are people that are robbing an armored truck and i can't remember it, many of the details but basically there's an armored truck heist and there's a flood and and so in that regard it's similar but only in that way really because the the action is a lot different in that movie but uh hard rain very, very fun movie. I love that one. I haven't seen that one in forever. Um, hard, that's one that I, I I wanted to go back and rewatch, but I just didn't get a chance to.
0: It, it's hard to believe that uh, th- these kind of scenarios haven't played out in real life because it really is kind of genius when you think about it, like doing a big robbery during some kind of natural disaster. Um, oh, know, yeah. There's looting, of course, but I mean, I, I mean like a big freaking bank robbery or something like that just seems like a perfect plan.
1: Right, right. Yeah, like you're <laughs> saying there's there's all this small time crime that happens but there's never like anybody masterminding or maybe there is and we haven't heard about it. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> so <I'm> covered up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, my my uh my next one I'm going to mention and this uh uh Rob Cohen the director, he he was a director on some of the later ones, or maybe just one of the later mummy movies. but um the the first mummy with Brendan Fraser, um and maybe it's just the skull that appears in the the the, the, the hurricane. Ah. Uh, um maybe it's just that that's making me think this. but something about like like the storm being a character just remind me so much of um uh, of like the sandstorms in those first couple mummy movies um and and I I definitely mean that in a good way <laughs> make no mistake no. uh anyone listening to this I mean that in the best possible way no I t- I, t-
1: I totally I totally get that which that was not something that I even thought of but now that you say that yeah I can see that it's almost like a, a little nod to it because you know they it's, one of the things I read was people were disappointed that they didn't like explore that 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 was just like something you saw and and they didn't really go into any more details like it was the storm you know some sort of like demon or something um (laughs) and and i i just i i didn't even see it that way anyway what i saw was i saw it as his point of view uh the wheel character you know his point of view and and what he how he viewed the storm is that he, he views the storms as just this total you know demonic and evil entity uh, that destroys for no reason.
0: By the way, um, can can, can but... you can you picture if they had gone that direction, like these two Alabama like southern you know <laughs> the, the southern accents like doing exposition, like telling the story of like this demon that possesses hurricanes or something? That would just be so. Insane.
1: Well, see, I was trying to figure out how they could do a sequel, and I think that's the way they can do it.
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. That would be amazing. Well,
1: <laughs> I'm on well, board. That see, that's the thing is that I think, I think some people that's what they expected or that's what they wanted, mm-hmm. and that would take it into that Sharknado territory right, that right. it did that it didn't go into. Um, which I was actually happy that it didn't, but I, I I still think Sharknado was kind of a you know a, a bit of a, a an influence in some regard because I mean obviously any storm movie these days now has to you know sharpen the the reason anybody's talking about a storm movie anymore is because of Sharknado exactly. I mean after 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 Twister that pretty much like the these storm movies were dead for a long time, and then like Sharknado kind of revived them, and now um, you know of course uh, Geo Storm, which I did not see. Yeah. Um, and I, I think uh, one of the things though that people have said is that this movie was kind of a a, a healthy balance between what Sharknado tried to do or or, or does do. And then what Geostorm did or what people wanted it to do anyway um, is, you know, a fun and playful, you know, movie that actually had some cool things in it, but wasn't way, way too over the top. I mean, this movie itself took itself serious and that's what I liked about it is that it wasn't like, you know, that's the problem with the Sharknado movies is that they're, they're not serious enough. in regards to what the movie itself is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they've, especially as they've continued to go on, they've gotten just like so detached from any form of a reality. Um, and then at the, on the other end of the spectrum is your geo storm where it's probably like, I didn't see it either, but I'm guessing it's so self serious and so just devoid of any kind of fun and this is yeah, this is like a total healthy medium where it it's it's silly, but it's played straight, and and right. that's that's the beauty of it, right? Yeah, yeah, and
1: and it, and it's a shame actually that I didn't see G L Storm because that was one that at first. Cause they were showing, you know, trailers like two years ago or something before it came out that mm-hmm. I was like, so, so not wanting to see it. But then of course, when uh, Gerard Butler started popping up in the trailers, that's when I got excited and I wanted to see it, but it just like came and went like really fast. Yeah. Um, and I did not get a chance to see it. And I was, I was going to watch it after I saw this one. Cause again, now I'm like in the storm mode. I want to watch these storm movies. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about this uh, this genre, and um, I, I didn't get to uh, watch it before uh, doing this, but I did watch I did I did watch some other ones. I watched actually two that the asylum made. Um, one called Geo, one called Geo Disaster, which is actually terrible. And there's not much hey, the problem with these. Uh, well, actually, and the other one is Oceans Rising, which uh, was also from the asylum. And these both came out in like the last couple of years what
0: about the what about the tornado robbery is that one for i I'm, I'm making it up yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the next probably asylum movie it yeah, seems
0: like it would be if this movie had been a hit <laughs> I'd put it that way
1: right right um oh and I watched one for Ui Bowl, uh the final storm um now the problem with these which these are like really low budget um is that they didn't actually show much of the storm at all. They just kind of like um, were these really small movies that were kind of about a couple of people, but there were no storm elements whatsoever. And they, they, what was going on was supposedly like a global thing. That's one of the things that was neat about this movie is that this was just a, you know, a a it was a hurricane so it was a specific area in the united states that it was happening to and then we focused in on this town and of course it was evacuated so you had a small people group of people that were actually in the movie so it was like a small but big at the same time so um it didn't have to show you know, these, this storm, like, uh, wrecking habit over, you know, tons of cities or anything like that, the, the focus of it was rather small, Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I thought that it worked really well in that regard.
0: Hmm. Well, do do you think, uh, you know, just going back to Geostorm for a minute, because that was, like, the last, like, you know i i don't want to diss the asylum too hard here but like the last you know re, real movie that we we mentioned here do you think Geostorm, is that more of an aside or do you think that that inspired uh these filmmakers um that made uh, the hurricane heist
1: i think probably because i know Geostorm storm was one that was like in the works and was supposedly coming for a very long time yeah you know um um and I think it went through like a lot of massive reshoots and whatnot. I don't, I don't think Gerard Butler was actually in it originally. Cause I remember, I remember asking you, I was like, is he really in it? Cause yeah, he's right? like not in any trailers or anything. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he popped up and I was like, Oh, <laughs> but, um, you know, it maybe kind of comes from that same, um, uh, you know, the same place, not necessarily, Inspired it, but maybe maybe the, the reason that movie existed and this movie existed is kind of that want to uh, you know uh, redo some of the the old like '90s disaster movies, um, which we, you mentioned uh, Rob Cohen and his movies before. Of course, he did Daylight, which was one of the really good disaster movies back in the '90s. Um, and there were a ton of those movies like that. Um, I, I can't, I mean, and they were all in different, different types of disasters and whatnot. Uh, and even still in the, in the early two thousands, we were having those. It was like every year we were getting a big disaster movie for many, many years. It seems like I I can't think of, I mean, Geostorm was like one of the bigger ones and in probably a decade or so that I can remember.
0: Sure. So, uh, my ne- my next one on the list is actually a uh, it's a trio of movies that all go together. Um, it, it's probably like the ultimate trio of '90s action movies. Um, it also uh-huh. happens to be peak Nicholas Cage. Um, it's The mm-hmm. Rock, Con Air, and Face Off. Um, uh-huh. yeah, and n- none of these movies like specifically are, are are things that that are happening here in the Hurricane Heist, aside from just being action movies. I just think, like, going back to that original comment of Twister, it's Twister meets, action, you know, various action movies. I think these three are probably huge influences on uh, Rob Cohen as far as, um, you know, as for what an action movie can be. And, you know, you got to think that when you make a movie like this, you know, you're not doing it just to be a silly little, you know, niche film that, you know, some film nerds laugh about and love. But you're looking for it to be a big blockbuster action movie. And I think it could have been with the right marketing, possibly. Um, But these are like ultimate examples of what that that kind of movie can be. And, you know, especially with the cage effect, you know, (laughs) they're they're still uh, they still have their ridiculousness to them, just like this one does.
1: Right. Yeah. No, no, exactly. Um, it's, it's funny because that's, that's kind of what I was thinking with this is that, yeah, it, it needed like Sylvester Stallone, which he had his, like I said, daylight cliffhanger. Um, I don't remember if he had any other ones, but, um, Nick cage, um, it This needed somebody like that or Bruce Willis because Die Hard and the Die Hard movies. I, I felt this movie had a, a very specific Die Hard sort of vibe, uh, especially in one moment. Um, but it, it didn't have one of those big names that would have elevated this into a, a big blockbuster uh, action movie. But I totally agree with you. Uh, it's funny because The Rock was one of the ones that I was uh, uh, I was thinking, too. Um, but again, not, not in any specific regard, just in the, the feel of it, of the big blockbuster that's just kind of like over the top and ridiculous, um, you know, fun. Um, and so, uh, I, 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 totally get that. So yeah, definitely, uh, in, in some regards, some sort of like, you know, Nick Cage or Stallone, um, sort of, um, you know, uh, influence here. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I, and yeah, like going back off what you were just saying, and I had that, had this in my notes as well is I think this movie would have done so much better and no offense to the actors in it because there's some, you know, some good performances at Maggie Grace and, and, uh, the two leads are, uh, Robbie Kebble and Ryan Quantin I believe are their names. Um, yeah. you know, they, they were perfectly fine. They, they did a good job. um, I just think that this this movie with some bigger names, I think it could have possibly gotten like it could have gotten past the public's fear of a silly movie. You know what I mean? Right. To the point, because right. like a perfect example, actually, and I just thought of this right now is this summer um, Skyscraper with The Rock, which right. looks so freaking ridiculous. Um, but it's, right. But it's The Rock. And it's going to i mean even if it's not a huge hit, it's going to at least do well and uh yeah i think i think with with a with some bigger names attached to this, this could have been something
1: right well the funny the funny thing though is that this is actually this movie is way more grounded than like most tom Cruise uh yeah. <laughs> or are uh or, or rock or um who is it I was just thinking of somebody else. Um, as you were talking about that, uh, who was the other one I was thinking of, not Vin Diesel, but somebody, somebody else like the rock and Tom Cruise, um, just these, oh, oh, Mark Wahlberg because of oh, the transformer yeah. movies, <laughs> how, how ridiculous the action is in those movies. Actually, Wahlberg um,
0: would have been a great pick for this movie. Like, no, I could,
1: no, I think so too. I could totally I think see been.
0: him as the star that would have elevated this movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And this movie is so much more grounded than the ones that he's actually been doing. So people would be like, "Wow, yeah, <laughs> he's doing a realistic."
0: Movie. Yeah, people think this is another like Peter Berg one. Like, you know, think <laughs> it's something to happen, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, yeah, and and the thing is, is that the 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 um, the. The terrible, terrible southern accents in this. Um, <laughs> they, they. It doesn't matter who you would have put in there; there wouldn't have been worse. Yeah. Uh, that was <laughs> one of the things that I couldn't get over. It took me a while into the movie um, to actually settle in and be like, okay, yeah, they're really talking like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, those were amazing accents. The, the only accent yeah. that was better than the, uh, the, the the those southern accents was the bad guy um what, what, <laughs> right. what's the actor's name uh, i have it written down R- ralph enison he right. was in he was in the witch yeah and yeah. uh oh my god that guy's voice i want him to like i, I want to like make a movie with him or something. <laughs> it's just some of some of my
1: music and him just
0: talking over it uh, <laughs> you know he's amazing yeah
1: yeah, yeah, he 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 was great. Um but he, this the funny part is because you know, this was supposed to be taking place in Alabama and all of the actors, everybody from what I understand is either British or Australian. Yeah. So I mean <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> Those accents are they're they're amazing. <laughs> but um, uh but
1: yeah, I I thought Maggie Grace was pretty great. Uh, I I was unfamiliar with. I, I, I once once this movie started, I, I recognized a couple of the people, her and uh, Toby Cabell. I didn't recognize their names, but I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I remember them from this, that, and the other. But uh, those two especially, I thought were really, really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, which uh, from I didn't realize this, but did you know that that uh, Cabell guy? He was actually King Kong in Kong Skull Island. Um, he, he played a part in that movie, but he was also Kong. Wow. And then also, he was, he was also uh, the villain in the uh, Planet of the Apes movies. Um, what's his name? Um, K- Koba? Yeah, Koba. Yeah, he was Koba. Wow.
0: That's yeah. interesting. I know, I know, wait, wait, I know. Is this, is, this I the, is this the hero or the brother?
1: The the hero the the weatherman.
0: Oh wow! Yeah.
1: I know I know I know I thought that was cool.
0: Yeah, that is but. pretty interesting. I did
1: not know that.
0: Huh. Wow. So, uh, what is your next one, or do you have another one?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we could, kind of in the same vein. Um, I think because um, I went back, I'd never seen Triple X which was another one of Rob Cohen's movies, I uh, actually watched it just a couple days ago. And um, because I, I thought for sure that he was, you know, not necessarily uh, drawing influence from his past movies, but that and Fast and the Furious. Obviously, I I, I just wanted to kind of uh, take a look at them and see how they kind of compared in the ridiculousness and, and basically, I mean, that's what, that's what this director's like, like that's his thing, that's
0: his thing. Yeah, that he's like
1: sure. good at is like doing totally ridiculous, like uh, huge action sequences and story-wise doesn't even really hold together that strongly. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was one of my main complaints with this one. There were scenes that I was like, why was that even there or how does that even fit in like, the, um, like the, couple, that was
0: the couple that were the hackers
1: <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah. that girl the girl uh like the girl of the couple how she was wearing like it was like a cocktail dress and
1: <laughs> right <laughs> right
0: for no reason oh my god yeah there's there's some really like what the fuck things in
1: this movie <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's pretty much that's pretty much how triple x was yeah um yeah. And, um, like I said, the uh, that's like what he does is just like, I don't think he really pays much attention to story or things making sense. And I don't think he really cares about that. Yep, <laughs> it's yep. just like totally in, 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 like a, it's funny, a, a, a less making sense way than like Michael Bay does. I was just going to uh,
0: say, totally- I, I was just going to say Michael Bay with a smaller budget, but More cocaine, maybe
1: (laughs) (laughs) right. (laughs) And 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 so along the same lines, though, the of Triple X and Fast and Furious, which I think were themselves influenced by some of this. And I think this one, though, specifically, I had three that I wrote down here. They're kind of related. Um, One of them is Smokey and the Bandit, um, which is like. One of the classic, you know, fast car chase movies that um, that also you know features diesels, which you know the the climax of this you had the 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 three diesel chase scene, um, which also in some regards reminded me of Road Warrior, Mad Max Two. Okay, and then I didn't I I didn't even really think about it at the time I was watching it didn't come to mind but then I was like because you know Fury Road is basically heavily, heavily inspired from Road Warrior. So I mean you could look at Fury Road as a possible influence here too. Uh, and then the other one was Dukes of Hazard, which total was total the TV show, mm-hmm. which was a totally inspired from Smoking the Bandit. And especially just the way some of the characters like interacted and stuff totally reminded me of Dukes of Hazard. It was almost they didn't they didn't specifically say it but i almost felt like it was going to come at any moment um like one of them was going to be you thinking what i'm thinking which is like total like the to hazard and then they're like yeah i am and then they do it and then it's like yep that's what i was thinking <laughs> i mean the total like that's the kind of like the 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 characters how they interacted you know with dialogue. that with that accent
0: that you just did you totally could have been in this movie
1: <laughs> they have been
0: a great part for you right in there you got to get a hold of I, rob Cohen I, for the sequel
1: I, I would have loved to have been in this movie <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man um you know the i only had one other movie and you touched on it uh briefly earlier um but it was die hard um Duh. yeah which is you know it's a lot of people would call it the ultimate like action movie you know and I, I think, you know, I think anytime Rob Cohen gets out of bed, he's trying to make the ultimate action movie. Um, right. <laughs> so I think, uh, I, I think this is no different and certainly fits into the twister meets mold. Um, also another thing would be the bad guy who I brought up earlier. Uh, totally reminded me of, uh, what's his name? Hans Gruber. Um, right. Yeah. Totally had that kind of feel going on. Um, which is awesome. Totally a compliment uh, to that actor.
1: (laughs) Well, the, the, the scene in the mall, that -hmm. was total to me like die hard or, or home alone. I mean, total, just like, um, and that scene was totally ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Which is like, that's the, one of the things it's like, there are so many like, like coincidences are, I mean, Like, they were planning for a situation to happen, which, like, what would be the likelihood that that would actually play out the way it did, which made it so ridiculous. Um, With them, you know, strapping themselves in so that the storm burst into the ceiling, you know, the glass ceiling, and then creates a vacuum and sucks the bad guys away. Um, and of course the brother was just kind of left to fend for himself when this happened yeah. uh but totally 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 so ridiculous uh but doesn't, yeah there's something about the, that thing doesn't
0: the one guy say at one point uh all we needed was a little hurricane or something like that or <laughs> like it's such a, like a, a perfect line for like the, the the coincidence level of this movie of, of right yeah <laughs> right so do you have another one um,
1: Uh, well, not, not specifically, uh, San Andreas was just one that I had thought of, um, because, um, that was one of the big disaster movies that we've gotten in recent years. Um, and again, that, that could have been one of the possible inspirations in in that regard of, uh, like I said, kind of throwing back to the, the big disaster movies of of the nineties and whatnot, um, oh, and the day after tomorrow, which mm-hmm. I think was that early two thousands. I can't remember exactly when that one came out, but that was one, um, uh, just one of the ones that kind of jumped out at me as far as like in thinking in terms of like the big disaster movies. Um, or at least that's one of them that I liked. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: I think I think like all of the disaster movies can all just kind of be like thrown together into into a big pot mixed together because like yeah i mean clearly he wanted to just disaster this thing up i'm sure if he had the budget it this movie would have had earthquakes it would have had you know i mean really i mean that flood that comes in i mean what was that even like it was like a flood that like snuck up on them like it was kind of kind of uh ridiculous
1: (laughs) no it it, it was pretty weird the way that that that, like this storm kind of operated or at least the way they had it play out. Cause, cause yeah, they were like in the greenhouse and all of a sudden you had the flood come in. I don't know. It's Like I said, it it felt like that the movie again, didn't make a whole lot of sense of the way it was structured. (laughs) It was almost like they had an idea for, Oh, I want this to happen this to happen this to happen. And then they just, that's what they did. And then they chopped it together and it was like, wait, how was it? You know, first uh, You had the uh, I I can't remember Like even try to think of the order of how It even played out, I can't even It doesn't (laughs) move in my head Uh, Like the mall, I know the mall scene I can't remember if it was before or after The greenhouse scene um and then and all what? of a sudden it was like, okay, and they had brought up some things such as like making a fertilizer bomb of <laughs> inspired, inspired, inspired by Timothy
0: wind. McVeigh. Oh yeah. yeah and so then it, it was, they actually literally bring up Timothy
1: McVeigh. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs>
0: like what?
1: <laughs> and then they don't even they don't even make a bomb. <laughs> no, they don't even
0: do that. So that was just like a quick throwaway. <laughs> That was, that was a, right. furi- that was a furious writing session at like four in the morning. Just like, just like, oh yeah. And the Timothy McVeigh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then he just
1: forgot and about that it. That's one of the things though that I, that's one of the things that I loved actually was those weird moments like that. Yeah. Uh, and, and the other one, the other ones just popped in my head though, was that like, they had that pee break moment where like he, he goes over there, she goes over there and they take a pee. And I was oh, just yeah. like
0: that was pretty freaking random you never seen
1: that in the movie before <laughs> and, then, and then and then they're like oh are you hungry let's eat peanut butter and jelly hey that There's actually that,
0: that made me want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right? <laughs> right there in the theater they should sell peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at movie theaters that would be a good movie snack i don't know that's a, that's on the side
1: but if they did if they did they should go up the aisle selling the peanut butter and jelly but then that would cause a distraction because you know would you have wanted to get up at that point in the movie and go to the the, the, you know and get a snack and buy peanut butter no you would want it right then (laughs)
0: yeah come on this is america (laughs) oh man so this this is uh this is a wild movie um
1: so, <laughs> oh, 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 We didn't even bring this up yet, though the weatherman drives a car the bat was like bat, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that was one hundred percent the Batmobile. <laughs> <that car. laughs>
1: But again, again, I, I think Mad Max was sort of a little bit of an influence. So right. I'm like, yeah, I could, I could kind of see that in Road Warrior too. Sure. So, um, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was totally, totally I'll, bizarre I'll leave, though. I'll leave
0: Batman off my master list list and just leave Road Warrior. But ju- just know everybody that that was definitely the Batmobile.
1: <laughs> oh no, no, no! You you totally can leave Batman because yeah, that was that was like. That was straight out of, like, uh, Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah,
0: it totally was. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you don't have any other movies, I'm going to uh, go over the master list here.
1: Uh, nope. I, I think that was it.
0: All right. So the finished puzzle in this movie includes uh, Twister, Die Hard, The Rock, Con Air, Face Off. Uh, the Mummy, Hard Rain, Sharknado, Geostorm, Triple X, Smokey and the Bandit, Mad Max, Road Warrior, and Fury Road, Dukes of Hazard, San Andreas, The Day After Tomorrow, and the Batmobile. We'll throw it in there, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, well, that you, is that...
1: a list right there, man. Well, that's how they were that's how they were in the meeting, you know that. Like He's yeah. like, oh, so I want, one one of the guys is like, can we put the Batmobile in there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know this is the early days of this podcast; we don't have a ton of listeners yet. Um, but if you're listening and you feel like uh, sending us a recording of yourself just going down that list really fast and like, like you know, like cocaine crazy going, going over that list and have a, a studio pitch meeting, uh, do it and send it to us. We'll play it on the show. <laughs> 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 it's twister it it, it meets hard rain sharknado that's that's a hell of a list to go through (laughs) 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 oh man so uh yeah to to wrap this one up uh i obviously i think we both loved it but any any last notes you want to mention about it
1: uh well i funny thing that i i I can't remember where I I stumbled across this, but I think it was on IMDb. It might have been for uh, the IMDb for Hurricane Heist. But evidently in the early 90s, there was a similar movie that was. Sylvester Sloan was attached to Star. Um and Joe Estherhouse of all people had written the script or was writing the script. It was is It's funny you, you mentioned cocaine a couple of times. <laughs> I think a movie like this <laughs> has yeah. to come from uh, somebody that has been doing lots of cocaine. So anyway, House <laughs> who did show girl, he did Showgirls and Basic Instinct and a lot of those you know <clears throat> sexual uh, psychological movies uh in the 90s uh, he w- wrote the script and i guess rennie harlan was going to direct mm-hmm. this was back in the 90s there's a movie called gell force uh and i don't know, and it, it, something happened and it didn't end up getting made and then they made cliffhanger instead but i thought that was interesting that because that's what this movie totally hit the nail on the head with uh sure. well like like we were saying, it was just like totally just felt like something that like Stallone would have been in in the 90s. Oh, so, yeah. um
0: yeah, I, w- I would have wore out the VHS copy of this movie. That's
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> the, the, exactly. And see, and that is one of the things that I came away thinking, too, after I saw this. And it was like, I would have so loved this movie as a kid. This would have been like my total like favorite, favorite movie. Like I said, I I brought up Smoking the Bandit and like the Dukes Hazard TV show, which I loved, loved that stuff as a kid. And uh, that's what this one captured that spirit of. And it did that just like so perfectly. That's awesome. So. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I just want to make one more note about it, too. Um, There was a a moment in the movie I actually had to pull out my phone, which I usually don't do during movies. But I, I needed to write this line down. Uh, because it was just (laughs) it it was too perfect and I wanted to say it here on the show. Um the line is well this hurricane can change people from alive to dead.
1: (laughs) Yeah what what
0: an amazing line of dialogue (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah hurricane heist uh we we both really like this movie you know definitely if you're thinking about checking it out uh you know, know what you're getting into i think you get the idea from the way we've been talking about it the whole time but it, it is a lot of fun um and uh it was it was a big surprise
1: for me that's for sure Yeah. Yeah. Just fun. Fun is a perfect, ridiculous and fun. Those are the two words that sum this movie up perfectly. Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, anybody that likes big action, ridiculous action, Mm -hmm. um, this is, this is the movie to, to watch. And again, it doesn't, you know, go in that cheesy route that Sharknado does. It takes itself serious as a movie, or at least it balances that seriousness with its ridiculousness, exactly. um, which I think is is what like Rob Cohen, what he like does. That's like he's the master of. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, I'll, I'll respect Rob Cohen seriously. <laughs> and uh, and Chad, thank you. You're my first uh, repeat co-host, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think I don't think anyone would be surprised by that though, since me and you talk movies <laughs> constantly. Um, But, yeah, thanks for being here again. You got uh, got anything you want to plug or mention or anything like that before we uh, wrap this up?
1: Uh, Well, right now, the big thing that I have going on is uh, I've got this uh, festival. It's uh, Arlington Wizard Fest. It's like a Harry Potter event, Harry Potter celebration that we're doing in November here in Ironton, Ohio. And uh, that's the the thing that I have going on. But people can find it on Facebook and Twitter and everything. And it's just IrontonWizardFest.com. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Everything and anything Harry Potter um, and people are getting excited for it which is uh, uh, awesome it's gonna be like the the we're we're having it the weekend before the new fantastic beast movie which is like perfect timing That's awesome. um yeah. but uh, yeah it's gonna be fun
0: great man great all right well thank you and uh, everyone check out the hurricane heist seriously it's fun
1: oh yes definitely watch watch this movie <laughs> all right thanks a lot
0: the hurricane heist you know it's such a fun movie you got to know what you're getting into when you're going to see it and hopefully if you just listen to that episode you will go see it um because it's a blast and it's just so ridiculous but yeah that was a fun episode um that actually marks the conclusion of the first five episodes of piecing it together which is an awesome little mini milestone um Super excited about how the show has been going. Uh, I already have a few more episodes lined up to record, um, and then we're going to just keep it moving from there. I want to cover a lot of the movies that are coming out this summer. There's a lot of really great stuff coming up. Um, I know we're already planning on an Isle of Dogs episode. We're planning on a Rampage episode uh ready player one um the next one we record will be best friends the new tommy Wiseau movie um yeah there's a lot of great movies coming up and i'm hoping to cover as many of them as we can uh so if you have been enjoying the show please make sure you subscribe whatever your podcasting app of choice is just hit subscribe if you want share it too that's awesome we would love that And make sure you rate and review us, or at the very least, uh, send us some feedback. You can email me directly at bydavidrosen at gmail.com, or go to our Facebook or Twitter, or just leave that review right there on iTunes. Um, I want to know what you're thinking of the show. Uh, We are going to continue to make it better and improve the uh, flow of everything and just keep the whole thing moving. So again... Thank you for being out there. Thank you for listening. I'm gonna leave you again like last uh, episode with a piece of my music. Um, a different kind of dream is coming, hopefully the last week of April. Uh, we'll see if I hit that deadline. I got a lot of movies to watch, so could get pushed to May, but we'll see what happens. Thanks for listening.